Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, this is just me. It's a solo episode. It's raw. I love saying that word raw. It's real. It's me. I have a lot of things to discuss. So I hope you guys are buckled up and ready to do the damn thing. Um, where do we even begin? I just don't even know what to touch on, where to start. I'm popping my ears right now. You guys ever have to do that where you have to pop your ears. I don't know what's going on. My sinuses are about to explode. It's that time of year. It's just getting that crisp, cool fall air in New York, which means I'm literally drier than a bone. I am drier than a bone. I am thirsty as fuck. I am just, you know what I mean? Like you wake up and it's not even a snore. It's a like that. That's where I'm at. And let me tell you something right now. My first absolutely not of the day is. So in New York, you know, we have window units, unless you live in like a fancy, fancy building. I unfortunately did not get just a wall unit. I got a window unit for my air conditioning. We have one in our living room, one in our bedroom. I clear out that filter once a week. Usually with air conditioning units, it's like once, once or twice a month, once a week, it's black. It is black fur, straight up fur in both air conditioning units and they're full. I don't know what kind of exhaust. I've been breathing in every night. I told you New York's trying to kill me. Well, here we are just breathing it on in. Also, I just wipe it clean and then I like rinse it in the sink. If I'm not supposed to do that, can somebody let me know? Housekeeping and home stuff is just too much. I'm a smart gal. You know, I'm not Mensa. I'll go ahead and tell you that right now. I'm not technically Mensa, but I think I'm pretty savvy. But when it comes to like home things, I just don't know. Like there's no manual that tells you how you're supposed to clean air conditioning units. You know, nobody tells you what you do if you get a divot in your hardwood. I just feel like maybe we should go to universities and teach about garbage disposals and how to fix them. Whatever happened in trade school? Why don't we do home ec in college, but it's not like home ec where it's just like teaching women how to just make casseroles. Why don't we do a home ec that's required for everybody? And it's like, if you ever live in an apartment or a home, this is how you get home insurance. This is how you fix a wall unit. You make sure you don't have asbestos. You know what I'm saying? This is when, when I come up with ideas like this, that's when I know I'm Mensa. You know, my entire family's Mensa. And if you don't know what Mensa is, I don't actually know what it like stands for. It's like, you're a genius or some shit. But my sister's like highly intelligent. My dad was highly intelligent. He is dead. Thanks for bringing that up, Cheryl, and reminding me. Wow. <laughs> I see what you did there. But my, I mean, my mom and I are Mensa in like a creative way. But just when I come up with ideas like this, you know, and, and of course, everybody says like, oh yeah, we should learn like real life skills in college. But home ec, but real home ec, I think, Wow. Wow. How to tell 
if chicken in your fridge has gone bad. Because when I moved to Los Angeles, I called my mom one day and I said, mom, I think this chicken, I don't know if this chicken went bad. She said, Heather, look at the date. I said, well, the date for sure says it's bad, but like, it smells like, like sour. And she was like, yes, Heather, throw that out. So in that moment, I tried to use my hypothesis. Um, um, what's the scientific, what is it when you have like a science experiment, you have a hypothesis is what you come up with. And then you have like, um, Oh, you know what I'm trying to say? My scientific method to that was obviously like I used my sight and my smell to come to the conclusion to hypothesize that the chicken was bad. But then I had to go to my control group, which is my mother, and really, you know, get a second opinion. (laughs) Oh my God. Absolutely not to the fact that I don't even know how to explain a science experiment. You know, when you're one of those people who's just all history, all English, numbers, equations, chemicals, none of it makes sense to you. That is fully my brain. My brain works on the side of storytelling, learning facts. Don't ask me to then take an equation, a set of numbers and apply it to something. Don't ask me to take a couple steps and then walk back through the steps and make that thing work the second time after you showed it to me once. It's an absolutely not for people who use that side of their brain. I know what side of my brain works. One side. I stay in my lane. I do creative things and try and be semi-business savvy. But don't ask me, Mr. Ely, Coach Ely from high school, who was my chemistry teacher, who gave me a C. And that was that was actually honestly being generous because I cheated off Kevin Chang. Kevin Chang, if you're listening to this, He and I were both student body presidents together. That's an absolute yes for running for office and doing good. Um, But Kevin Chang, literally, I don't know if he knew that he was letting me cheat, but he just like wasn't very, whatchamacallit, he didn't like really cover his test. Do you know what I'm saying? So no, I think he actually like threw me a bone. Because here's the thing, Kevin, I remember we had a very intelligent conversation one day. He was like, Heather, because Kevin was like valedictorian and went to Harvard med school, like beyond, beyond, beyond smart. But Kevin kind of looked at me one day. He was like, Heather, you know what you're good at. Not everybody has to be a rocket scientist. And I was like, thank you, Kevin. You get it. Now let me cheat off your chemistry test. And he did, whether he knew it or not. And I passed with the C and I still went to Ole Miss. So the moral of the story is follow your dreams, kids, and find the smart Asian in your class and sit catty corner to the left of him and you'll pass chemistry. Work smarter, not harder. That's the name of the game. That's the way I'm trying to live my life just in general these days. I'm really out here trying to do the Lord's work. It's a lot though. You guys have put a lot of pressure on me. And I just want to say like absolutely yes to all the things that are clicking and happening. And I'm, I'm just beyond, I'm so beyond grateful for everything that's happening. But I'm going to just say a quick, absolutely not. And you know what? It's probably not somebody who actually tunes in religiously to the podcast. That's probably not who I'm having to deal with. But I gotten a little sassy. I don't know if you got a pepper in your panties or what's happening, but you got some sass sliding in my DMs. A woman messaged me the other day. And I don't think people realize when you type things, it can come off in a different way. That's why I always talk on the phone. Like Dorinda Medley said from the Real Housewives of New York, say it, forget it, write it, regret it. Send me a voice memo. If you want to say something sassy, send me a video so I can hear the tone, the inflection in your voice. I know the cadence. I know if this is a joke or not. Some of y'all have been getting ultra fucking sassy in my DMs and 99% of it is love and I am here for it. And if I need to be checked, check me. But a woman sent me a message the other day that just burned my biscuits. So help me God, my areolas lit on fire. She said, I think Jeff would look so much more handsome if he is mustache connected or if he trimmed his beard. (gasps) Where do I even start here? One, no. Two, you know. Three, absolutely not. Do not send me a message about what you think my spouse should do to look better for you. Okay? Capiche? One, Jeff cannot 
grow in his mustache. It's a personal problem. He's very sensitive about it. Okay. He has a mustache tattoo on his finger, on his pointer finger that he got with like 10 of his buddies because they used to make fun of him so bad that his mustache would not connect to his beard. So thank you for bringing up a triggering moment for him. Thank God he didn't see it. He will hear this because he does actually as a active, not passive partner in my life. He listens to all the episodes. So he's going to hear this live. But two, if he wants a Wolverine beard, let him have it. I don't like it when people tell me what Jeff should do to be cuter for them. I know he's hot. I know a couple of y'all single ladies want to get your hands in that chest hair. And let me tell you what, you come close, the big dog will bite. That was, okay, that was not a very intimidating bark. You hear me? I will bite. Get back. Get back Satan and get back Teresa. Because that's essentially the name of the bitch. You sent me the message. I don't mess. I don't ask for a lot. I just ask for us to keep things positive, touch a sarcastic. But the day you start messaging me, telling me what to do with my mans. Also, nothing is more annoying than when somebody says, like, if you're a guy with a beard, you should be clean shaven. Guess what? Jeff doesn't look that good clean shaven because he needs a suntan. He's too pale right now. If he has a suntan, that face is snatched. Right now, it's just the the dark shading of the beard adds a nice contour. I shouldn't even have to break down what I'm saying right now. You should just be on board and say, gotcha, here you sister. And then when I messaged her a little sassy back, she got upset. I said, you don't have a right to be upset. You don't. We're transitioning into like the fall fashion moment. And I got these really amazing white boots that I'm truly obsessed with. And I got them off justfab.com. And I never thought that I would find exactly what I needed, but justfab.com has changed the game. I got these white boots and these black boots. They come in my size. They're adorable. I am here for it. I'm doing the most with my fall fashion. Nothing is worse than when you want to like try a new fashion trend, but A, you don't want to spend a fortune on it. And B, you don't know if it's necessarily going to like fit in your style. Here's the thing. If you go to justfab.com, I highly recommend starting at the new arrivals collection page so you can just see all the trending pieces. They release brand new styles, collections, and prints every month. You'll also want to take Just Fab's quick and easy 60-second style quiz so you can get listen to this, personalized outfit recommendations. So you can just shop over thousands of different styles. It's just so easy to find the specific items or styles you're looking for on the Just Fab website. Plus, the checkout process is a breeze. Nothing is worse than when you have a bunch of things in your cart and then you can't figure out how to get to the shipping. If you check out as a VIP, you get 30 to 50% off retail pricing and free shipping on orders over $39. Plus the best part is that there's no commitment to order on a regular basis. You can skip any month. So here's the deal. Again, if you're ready to upgrade your seasonal wardrobe with affordable trending pieces, then you must check out Just Fab. Get your first Just Fab style for as low as $10 as a VIP. Again, that's 75% off your first item with my special link. All you got to do is go to justfab.com backslash absolutely to get this deal now. Again, that's justfab.com backslash absolutely to get your first style for as low as $10 as a VIP. And it doesn't stop there. You can also get free shipping on orders over $39. And there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. All you got to do is make sure you enter your email address when you take the style quiz and you'll receive exclusive discounts and the inside scoop about the new collections. They haven't even been released yet. Again, go to justfab.com backslash absolutely to get that good, good. Now back to the podcast. Here's the thing. I have Truly, I think because as my followers have grown, there's obviously more people chiming in. Like I said before, 99.9% of it is love, but then I get some crazies. I really should just ignore it, but I don't know why I've just gotten such a wild hair up my ass. Or as I said earlier, a pepper in my panties, little paprika in the panties. I feel like I have to kind of chirp back. I got to clap back on a couple of these hoes. You know, it's a bigger picture. Why aren't we nicer to each other? You know, I'm not mean. The funniest thing that I've heard from a couple people is, um, I'm sorry, guys, hold on. I gotta have a sip of water. I'm fucking parched. Oh, another woman told me I curse too much. 
So I love being reprimanded by a 57 year old woman named Leslie. And you know, the irony of it is I always say Leslie, but this woman was actually Leslie. When I'm with my, my comedy friends, I do tend to curse a bit more and I'm sorry about that, but this is my podcast. If I want to say butthead, I'm going to say it a word right there that needs to come back. How would you like to be in like a fight with like, you know, a coworker? Like you're that this is it. You're about to leave T-Mobile. You're quitting. You're here on the spot about to let them know what's good. And you're just like, you know what? You know what, Charles, you want to know why I'm leaving? Because you're a butthead. Oh my God, that would be so freaking funny. That would be so freaking funny. We got to bring that word back. But back to what I was saying, I just don't understand why everybody's so, so sassy with each other. If you clap to me, I'm a clap back. Okay. Another thing on Friday, this woman was like, I was bitching about laundry, just how much, you know, there's a lot to do. She's like, why doesn't Jeff help you with the laundry? Just saying. And I was like, oh my God, here we go. You know, the, you know, what's the worst? My absolutely not annoying, like feminists who, who just are, are like the, the worst. I am all about girl power. I'm about doing the damn thing. And I'm also about a loving, committed relationship where two equal partners come and they carry their weight. I just don't know why that comment annoyed me so bad. I said, one, Jeff would shrink all of my shit. Two, he does help me with laundry, but he's also working a seven hour day. Three, I just want to wash my own damn drawers. That's how my mom says underwear. Drawers. Because she's from Boston. It's a whole thing. I just can't. You know, it's like Jeff doesn't need to do my laundry. The last thing I need is him losing one of my thongs in the dryer. You know, and at this point, when you're my size, you got to hold on to every thread you got. I'm very anal about my laundry. I probably should send it out, but I don't want anything in the dryer. There's three things that can go in dryers, socks, pajama pants. That's it. Everything else hang to dry. Because listen, when you're like me and you're at your emergency weight, your current emergency weight, every thread count counts. I can't afford to have anything shrink. Okay. We're already busting out at the seams. My legs have been rubbing together so hard in a pair of jeans. Whole. Had them for two weeks. New jeans. Do I patch them? I don't know. Or do I just get a trainer and quit being a baby back bitch? Probably the latter. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Some of y'all are pushing me to the damn brink. But for the rest of you, I love you. I adore you. Thank you. You're the best. You're all cute as a bug in a rug. Y'all, speaking of cute as a bug in a rug, there is a French bulldog named Eloise. She's nine weeks old. She's no bigger than the palm of my hand. Come to find out. So I I meet Eloise with like her, the, the two kids that have her. I didn't meet like the parents though. So I meet Eloise outside. She's so cute. I freak the fuck out. And I feel like when people are new Frenchie owners, you then have to explain to them like, no, 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 I've had a Frenchie. Like, I'm not a weirdo. I'm not going to try and steal your dog. It's a whole thing. But then I met Eloise's mom. Oh my God. I was like, listen, my apartment number is XYZ. Come up here. I will watch her anytime. Like you just come find me. Come to find out. I talk about it on Instagram. Eloise's mom is a friend of Jamie Greenberg's. We exchange numbers. Guess who has a play date tomorrow? Yeah, girl. I'm hanging out with Eloise and her mom tomorrow. It's a play date. I don't have a dog. This is my new niece. I'm friggin' excited. Absolutely, yes. Sometimes you have to put it out there, y'all. You got to put it out there. And you got to say, I want a new friend who has a French bulldog puppy. And look at that. We're doing it. Oh, my God. What else is going on? We got some absolute yeses. I met with my wedding dress designers, which I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm just going to tell you, I'm the team from Waters who are so talented, Cy and, and, and Sydney and all them and Michelle and just the crew, they're good. They're going to make an incredible dress. And I'm so excited, but man, I'm going to have an honest moment with you. This is my absolutely not. Please don't send me a message saying I'm being hard on myself. It's just, it is what it is. They took my measurements. I'm not going to say the inches of how big I have gotten. But when I heard, you know, when you hear a number out loud, you're like, come in, I'm sorry, what? I've got to do something. This week is a week. I get it right. I get it tight. I'm testing out a couple trainers. I got to see who I vibe with. But my God, that was humbling. It is really humbling. 
when they tell you, when you know, you hear them saying out loud, your measurements. And listen, I don't get on the scale. I don't give a shit what the numbers on the scale say. Cause when you start working out, you build muscle and you know, it gets, it gets tighter. Everything gets tighter. So you're going to gain a little weight, but the inches, that's when you know, cause I'll tell you what, my jeans were rubbing holes. My socks, my feet are busting out. Is it possible for your feet to get fatter? Well, guess what? Mine did. They did. My toes thick as hell. Ankles still thin and on fleek. Thank God. But I had to buy a new pack of socks because my little, my little cheddar puff toes are busting through. You know what I thought about though? Okay. You know how you can do those like BBLs, they call them Brazilian body lifts, where basically it's what like all the Kardashians have gotten and don't even, I don't even want to argue with that. The Kardashians got plastic surgery. Listen, they look great. I'm all about plastic surgery if that's what you want, but come on. So it's basically where you suck the fat out of your stomach and then you either put it in your ass is what most people want. But I'm like, I don't necessarily want a bigger ass. Like my ass is already like cute and juicy. Can I just take it out? But then apparently if you get liposuction, Sometimes you can gain weight. Like if you suck everything out of your stomach, you could end up with like a weird fucking calf. Like literally like one of your calves could just blow up. So you have to put the fat back in your body because your body only has a certain amount of fat cells. So sometimes people's bodies freak out after they've had lipo and they end up getting like triple the amount of weight. So I'm like, what if we just took the fat out of my stomach where I've gained the most and just put it in my feet? Nobody would see them. I'll just wear boots year round. You know what I mean? I'm not even worried about it because my foot right now, Like if you were to put your foot up to my foot, I have pretty toes, have always had pretty toes and my feet don't look that large, but my toes go square across like a block of Tillamook cheddar. Do you know what I'm saying? Most people's toes look like a nice little scale, you know, like a little, like a little Everest, your big toes taller, and then everything shoots down to the left. Mine do not. It is one square. In fact, I'm getting these cool custom made um, boots and I always wear an 11 in boots because I need that extra girth. The lady sized me like a real professional boot maker. She says, honey, you're a nine and a half, like triple, (laughs) triple wide. I'm not even kidding you. Triple wide. That's what they called me in high school. Cause I'll never forget the day I bought a new pair of Converse and I wore them and somebody goes, whoa, coming in hot with those skis. And that was the day I realized. I had bigger feet and it shook me to my core. And I went home and I looked in the mirror and I said, listen, don't be a baby back bitch. You got this. Don't let that guy named Kellen. Who names her kid? Kellen. His name was Kellen. Don't let Kellen's mean words get to you. I'll tell you what though, suck it all out, put it in my toes. I'll wear booties, Uggs. I'll wear Uggs for the rest of my life. I don't give a shit. Just let me have that snatched waist. Ugh. That's the thing that's a little bit annoying too is because when you see a lot of these like gorgeous plus size models, they all have fucking tiny ass waist and like big hips. I got the opposite. I'm an apple on two toothpicks. My ankles are so thin. If I sneeze while walking, I may die. Literally my Achilles might snap. I might go off the, the curb, get hit by a New York City bus, done. So I have to make a conscious effort. If I'm walking and I feel a sneeze come on, I have to step to the sign, put my face in my sweater and hold it for 10. You know what I mean? And I do believe that you should release a sneeze. I don't believe that you should hold on to a sneeze. I have a dear friend, Barrett. He, you know what I mean? When he feels the sneeze, come on, he's, he like fights it. And then it makes this weird noise. And I'm like, you got to release the sneeze, cover your mouth, but you got to let it out. You know, there's an old wives tale that said, when you sneeze, an angel gets to say hi to a dead relative. (laughs) I was trying to think of something clever, but I just realized. So when every time you sneeze, your grandmother has come back down to say, I'm watching over you. And those are the facts. And don't anybody fact check me because I'll, I'll stash you right back. Um, what else is going on? Okay. Something that really pissed me off. So I don't know if your husband's spouses, boyfriends, lovers, girlfriends, whoever is at home with you does this. I was getting a massage the other day. Cause you know, treat yourself. And Jeff had these two guys over. They're friends of ours, but we were also talking about like a potential business opportunity. And I just felt it was ridiculous. So I just get out of massage. You know, your face has been pushed down in that fucking cutout pillow. So you look like you've had goggles on 
you know, and my face, because I retain water, like if you put any pressure, like if I sit in a wicker chair, I'm going to have those marks on me, you know? So I get out of my massage. I'm all relaxed, no makeup on, greasier than, you know, a griddle at Waffle House. And I'm on my way home and Jeff's like, oh, you know, let's just call him Mark and Steve are here to talk business. I said, Jeff, one, you couldn't have given me a heads up. He's like, well, I mean, I, I, you said you were going for a massage. I said, yeah. He's like, you were gone for two hours. You couldn't have told me before I went into my massage to be prepared that people would be at our house when I got back. You know, they were cool. They were fine. But I came in here looking a hot mess. When you come post massage, I don't get a glow. I look like I've been beat up. Like I joined the Russian wrestling team. I'm greasy. I'm a little bloody. Don't ask why. That's the way I like it. I just look unwell. You know what I'm saying? Before I can properly shower, get in my robe, put on my essential oils. <sighs> so then we sit here. So I'm texting him frantically. I'm like, Jeff, this is bullshit. You have to give me a heads up when we have people come to our house. Mind you, we had zero groceries. Call me old fashioned. If you come to my house, you will never sit your ass on one of my fabulous linen couches and not either get a refreshing beverage, non-alcoholic or alcoholic. I've either got a seltzer, an iced tea, I can make you a cappuccino with one of my, my nice Breville cappuccino machine. I'll pour you one of my many glasses of wine from one of the many vineyards I belong to. Why? Because I'm a classy lady. There was no meat and cheese plate. I didn't even have time to go into a Whole Foods and get some accoutrements. So I walk into my house looking like I've been doing, you know, been oiled up wrestling in a bathtub somewhere with a woman named Chelsea at a frat party. And then I can't even give my guests a little prosciutto and mozzarella. I was mortified. I was angry. I was mortified. It was unforgivable as far as I'm concerned. I said, Jeff, don't you ever set me up for failure like that. Our guests have no snacks. Now we, of course, what happened was everybody had a couple of drinks and then we were all starving and I couldn't give anybody some mixed nuts or some thinly sliced prosciutto or chorizo or salami or capicole with some fontina cheese. I didn't have that because I was ill prepared, Jeff. So we had to go out to, you know, dinner, which was fine. And if you think that I put on makeup or judge myself before we went out to dinner, you're mistaken. I was like, fuck it. I already look like a Russian, a Russian Olympic wrestling coach. I might as well just go out like this. You know, it is what it is. We went to this Italian place on the Upper East Side. That was incredible. But it's like New York Italian. You know what I mean? Like when I go to Max's, Max's is my favorite restaurant in New York City. It's like true Italian, Tuscan, unbelievable, best bolognese, best lemon chicken. Everything is just like the best grilled octopus, all of it. All of it's good. But we went to like a New Yorky type of Italian joint with this guy who's Jeff's friend and, and one of Jeff's customers. And literally... The bill was $641 for three people and a bottle of wine. Was the food great? Incredible. Do I feel bamboozled hoodwinked? You bet your ass I did. I'm sorry, $600? That wasn't including tip, y'all. I don't know how some of these New Yorkers think that they can get away with this. It's kind of insane to me. You're telling me you're going to charge that much for cachet pepe? Absolutely not. For $641, well then plus tip or whatever, you know, 20%, you know, like 100, you know, I could basic, I could fly to Europe. I could literally get on a flight at JFK, pop over to Rome, get some bucatini and fly back for cheaper, more authentic. Was the food banging? Yes. Was it worth seven and a quarter? No. I've said this for a while. All the good restaurants have left New York. The rent is too damn high. No one can afford to live here. So where did they go? Atlanta and Austin. And I'm going to call it. I said it. I think Atlanta's got one of the best food scenes ever, period. So if you come to Atlanta and you want me to show you a good time, one, you know, you got to go Storco Fresco Alimentari. They just opened a new restaurant, Storco Forza, which means strength. Amazing. And then if you're in New York, go to Max's. Those are my places. It is what it is. (laughs) I'm keeping it real and raw. All right. Now that I've had a minute to just get all these things off my chest, I want to, um, let's take some voicemails. I miss chit-chatting with you guys. Sometimes I have to apologize. It's been a little, uh, it's, it's hard sometimes to do the voicemails with guests because we end up chit-chatting so long. And then I kind of think the voicemails are like a personal thing. 
Once I get back in the studio, studio, we've been recording a lot of this out of my house. Hence, you can tell it's a little bit bootleg. Uh, I will be able to have the guests chiming into the voicemails. But right now, I really think we need to rein it back in and have a, a personal, intimate moment. So I here I am going to. Um, wow, I think I just had a stroke. I'm going to get into the voicemails right now. I am thrilled to hear what's up your ass because listen, I've been walking on hot coals over here in Gramercy. And I know y'all have been feeling some type of way about some things too. I will say real quick and absolutely yes, which I am just over the moon about y'all co-hosting the Today Show with Hoda. Can you even, can you even... She's everything, by the way. She's truly everything. One, she's iconically like stunning. When I met her, I said, I am not worthy. You have no idea. I am unworthy. She's stunning. She is kind. She, she was so welcoming and made me feel like I was a part of it. I just adore her. I'm going to get into more of my Today Show experience on the next episode. Y'all, I'm just so obsessed. I can't believe this is my life. I am so grateful. I know we're bitching a lot and we're bringing humor and light to things on the podcast. But what has happened? What is happening? You know what's nuts? I will get to the voicemails. But you know what is nuts? So many of y'all remind me how last year I was just like in such a dark spot. And I said, 2019 is going to be the year. I knew I was planting the seeds and damn it, y'all, we are, we've done enough work in one year that made up for the three and a half years I was home trying to figure shit out. So we're doing it. And I am so grateful. Please understand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my colon. Thank you for supporting me, keeping me humble, keeping me on track, asking for more supporting. Y'all don't understand. Y'all do not understand. It is because of y'all that I am here in this position and I will continue to bitch and complain on the Absolutely Not podcast and we will continue to do the Lord's work and all I want to do is make people laugh. So the fact that y'all have given me that opportunity, it's just beyond, it's beyond. I'm so grateful. Also, we're going back on the road. I announced it on the Today Show. We're going back on the road. Tickets are going on sale. If I didn't announce your city, please understand that is in the works for the spring of 2020. So the bigger cities like Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, um, Dallas, like all of those were, were coming to you, but we couldn't get the deals in just a way. Um, so just know Seattle, Portland, San Diego, Phoenix, Birmingham, uh, Memphis, Houston, New Orleans, Baltimore, Borgata. Yo, somebody is letting me play a casino. You know that's going to be trouble. And many more cities, we're coming to you. Go to my website that you know you can find on the Instagrams, which is just heatherontour.com. Sign up for my email list so that way you can get all the pre-sale ticket information and you get the up-to-date first in the know when we add more tour dates. But y'all, thank you. Thank you for everything. I'm just, I'm beyond. Okay, now let's get back to bitching. Now that I'm literally sitting in a robe on my couch in tears, just weeping. I'm too emotional for this shit. All right, let's get to the voicemails. Here we go. We're gonna hit the absolutely not line. Wow, this is really my third time. Talk about a fail. Lindsay Schneider here, huge fan. Um, think it's hilarious when you reference the Lindsay on your podcast. But anyway, three quick things that are an absolutely not. Just did it as an Instagram caption. Slow walkers. When you're at the mall, you're in the streets, and someone is slow walking in front of you, it just makes me want to drop kick them. Not that I promote violence. Anywho, small talkers. Do not text me in the middle of the day and just say, hey, how's it going? Good. This combo is going nowhere. Don't text me that. And last but not least, people who don't like to eat. Have you ever been out to eat and you have a girlfriend that orders a side salad and they barely touch it? And you're like, I'd like to try 10 things on the menu. Like, let's have a little tasting party here at Never go out to dinner with that person again. Anyway, love you. Bye. Lindsay Schneider, thank you for the full name. Okay, I just want you to know that this made me giggle so hard. One, because you had three things. All right, right out of the gate, Lindsay, you start talking about elderly people walking slow, which I can tell you're a bitch about business. I don't like being around a slow walker, but I got to be honest with you. I cut the elderly a little bit of slack, you know, and, and who goes to malls still? Actually, I love malls. I think you referenced, you know, if you're at the mall, I, I like a mall, but I feel like the malls are, are big enough where you could scoot, scoot around somebody 
going slow, headed to Dillard's. You know what I'm saying? Do you know a Dillard's? Do you have a Dillard's? I love a Dillard's. You know what I also love? A Belk. Belks are messy. And if you don't know what a Belk is, it's a store in the South. It's a department store. It's usually messy, but sometimes you can find a really just tacky ensemble that's like good though. You know what I mean? Like you'll get something you'll be like that. It's actually honestly good. Um, You know what I miss? Parisians or riches. Riches is now modern day Macy's and Macy's is going out of business. So really, if we would have just stayed at riches, we would have been good. Parisians. So Parisians is like the modern day Nordstrom. It was clean. It was bright. It had like BCBG. Yeah, Parisians was the shit. Okay, but back to your thing. Yeah, absolutely not to slow walkers, but here's the thing. Absolutely not to the aggression that I think you had in your voice, Lindsay. I think you got to just put on your Healy little skates. You know, those are the sneakers with the skates that are in them. A lot of kids who have um, divorced parents have Healy's. I don't know why, but I just did, you know, some market research across the board. Process of elimination, back to my scientific research. Most kids who have Healy's, their parents are divorced. Because no other parent who didn't have some sort of guilt would give their child sneakers that also double down as roller skates. You know what I'm saying? That clearly is a parental guilt right there. Somebody was like, you know what? Damn it. Okay. Aiden, Aiden is just, you know, he, his father and I aren't together anymore. So I just, you know, he asked for the Heelys. He asked for the, the shoes with the, with the roller skates. So I got him for him. I mean, he did run into oncoming traffic and he's no longer with us, but... I guess his dad and I are getting along now. (laughs) Wow, I just took it to a dark place. Rest in peace, Aiden. What was the second thing that you were pissed off about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it came back to me. Hold on. I forgot. Small talkers. Okay, Lindsay Schneider. I don't know where you are. I want to be your friend, though. Like, the fact that you said small talkers is just fucking hysterical to me. And I love the fact that you use the example of somebody text you in the middle of the day, trying to be nice. Hey, how are you? <laughs> as if, as if that would, as if they had texted you and said like, do you want a picture of my dick? You know what I mean? You said that with such conviction. Oh my God. That made me laugh so hard. Yeah. You know what I can't stand? Absolutely not. Small talkers. Hey, how are you? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> You know what, Lindsay, if everybody got as fired up as you do on day-to-day shit, if everybody got as fired up over the election as you do just over getting a text, hey, what's up? We might not be in the political climate we're in now. Lindsay, I think you could, I think you might have your pulse on the future. You need to get into politics, honey. The last one, people who don't eat, this is an absolutely not. I don't get it. Don't ask one Don't ever ask me to go to a tapas place. You know what I don't trust? Small plates. Why are they so small? I get you get to order 45 of them. Or if you go out to dinner with Jeff and I, we just order 45 large plates because that's how we roll. I'm dying over this. People who don't eat, I agree. I want to taste everything. Or, you know, it's like somebody who won't let you have a bite of their food. Get the fuck out of here. I will share anything. I will let you have a bite of my plate. You know what I love though from tapas? Because it's all, you know, tapas is a Spanish word for you know, feast or famine, fin for yourself. Tapas is the Spanish word for get your elbows in here, bitch. If you want to patatas bravas, which is my favorite though. Shout out to anybody who has a tapas place that has patatas bravas, which just means I think brave potatoes. (laughs) Remember when I said earlier, I was good with like English and history. I'm also great with languages. Not science and math, not geometry, not algebra. I'm great with languages. I don't understand people who don't eat in general. And listen, okay, I don't want somebody who's had an eating disorder to come after me. I tried to be anorexic for two minutes and I got fucking hungry. I lasted three hours and then I got hungry. My blood sugar dropped. I know it's a more of a mental thing because I'm not trying to speak on that, but I literally had such... I wanted to be thin so bad in the seventh grade. And I tried, I tried not to eat. And all I could think about was food. I obsessed. I don't understand how people have willpower to sit at a meal and not just go hard in the paint. Do you know I have a girlfriend, Mary Beth, who to this day will not split food with me because it gives her anxiety. It gives her anxiety. Because if like we do like a spinach and artichoke dip 
at Houston's, she will she will scoop it out evenly on her plate because she knows I'm gonna go for it. Yeah, people who go to restaurants and they're like, I'm good. I'll just have a Perrier. Unless you ate a full meal before and you just came to meet me to keep me company, at least order dessert. What are you, a serial killer? Oh, God. Or when people try and limit how much you order, let's just get like two things. No, 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 no. Lindsay, I'm gonna need you to let me order the left side and the right. I will tell you though, I like variety. I, I don't like, I like a diner that's got a, a decent menu. When you go to a diner though, and it's got 75 pages, you're going to get diarrhea. There's no way, no matter if Bobby Flay owns the joint or Guy Fieri, there's no way that all of those different ingredients are staying fresh in the back. I've worked in restaurants. I've worked in more restaurants and you know what to do with. If you go to a diner and you're not ordering grilled cheese, BLT, breakfast food, if you go for that General Sal's chicken or the fettuccine Alfredo, you're going to get sick. Don't be an idiot. Don't go to the Cheesecake Factory that's got 63 pages on the menu and come crying to me when you choose the obscure orange chicken that nobody's ordering. You're going to poop your pants on a Tuesday. I'm just letting you know. As always, y'all, you know, you can call into the hotline, the absolutely not line, 800-213-7503. Thank you so much for that call. Let's get to the next voicemail. You've seen me talk about it on my Instagram. You've seen me talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, that's right. You know, I've been pushing that lube, that good, good, that woo more play. Here's the deal. You're having sex. I'm having sex. We're all having it consensually and safe, of course. But why not take it to the next level with Woo More Play? It's the only coconut oil-based lubricant that will truly change your life. It's chemical-free, no additives, paraben-free. I want to know that whatever I'm putting in my body and on my partner is not going to give me some sort of funkiness. You know what I'm saying? I've said this since the beginning. If you're still using the same lube and going to CVS and getting the shit off the aisle and then you run into your uncle Ronnie and you're like, Ronnie, what's up? He's like buying lube for your Aunt Linda. You could have avoided all of this by going to woomoreplay.com and using my code absolutely so you can get absolutely freaky with the discount. Again, that's woo, W-O-O, more, M-O-R-E, play.com. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of it. We should be able to talk about sex, enjoying sex, having safe sex, and keeping it freaky and spicy, but not getting some sort of weird vaginal bacteriosis. You know what I'm saying? The cool thing about Woo More Play is it does taste like coconut cupcakes, like a vanilla cupcake. It is friggin' delicious. I'm over here trying to get behind products that I actually use, that I actually love. When I say everybody should be lubed up, just, I mean, make it a little slip and slide there. Go to WooMorePlay.com. Use my code ABSOLUTELY if you want to get absolutely freaky and live your best life and not end up with some weird rash. Let's get back to the natural stuff. And now let's get back to the podcast. Hello, Heather. Um, I'm not going to tell you my name. I would like to remain anonymous. I'm sure you'll give me one anyways. But I just my absolutely not for today is when influencers will post a story and then like 30 minutes later, they'll be like, I've gotten so many messages about my makeup or about the shirt that I'm wearing or you know, what color my nail polish is or like literally anything that nobody cares about. And, you know, I genuinely don't believe that you do this because you're like the most authentic, genuine person on the internet. Um, But all of these fake ass beauty bloggers and like fashion bloggers and like wannabe bloggers who are always like, I got so many DMs, like swipe up and use my code. Like, I just don't buy it. I, and I need to know, there are two things I need to know. Either they're lying and nobody messaged them and they're obviously trying to make money, which is what I think it is. Or I would like to know the numbers. Like, I need to know how many people message you before you post on your story. Like, did you get five messages out of 50,000 or did you get like a hundred? Like, I need to know how many messages these influencers receive, if any, before they post on their story. Do you know what I mean? Like, it all seems a little too shady, especially when it's an MLM. <laughs> okay, that's all. Bye. Dear anonymous caller, thank you so much for um, for keeping it low key. Okay, where do we begin? 
I hear you. I hear you. Thank you for telling me that I'm authentic. I try and keep it 100% real, raw, as I've said six times in this podcast. Okay. I have a little bit of, I'm, I've, this is twofold. Okay. This is two part. One, I agree with you. But two, I also get a lot of fucking questions. People always want to know, what's your nail color? That's okay. Can we just throw this out there? I have no fucking idea what my nail color is at any time. When I go into these shops, you know, every single place, they got different swatches. One place, the number will be 643. The next place, it's 22. So I feel bad. People ask, what's your nail color? I don't know. Screenshot it and take it to your nail lady. Try and match it. I have no idea. Every nail shop's different. Um... You know, when it comes to so many people ask me, here's the thing though. Truly, I get a lot of fucking questions. Now, I don't know what, you know, let's call her, let's call her Caroline. I don't know what what kind of DMs Caroline's getting, but my engagement's through the roof. And I'm not lying. On average, and this is not a humble brag, but you have to realize people tell me they will respond to me and tell me their whole lives. I probably on average get about three to 4,000 DMs at least a day, at least. So when I don't respond to people, I feel bad. The first thing I do is when I meet people, the first thing I say is, hey, have we, have we talked before? And they'll usually say, I've DM'd you. And I say, have I responded back? And they're usually like, no. And I say, shit, well, let me know what your Instagram is and I can look for it. Cause I want to like, I feel bad if people have just been messaging me and I can't get to them, but I literally, I can't, I can't get to them all. But you know, if Caroline, Caroline, who, who takes photos in front of a pink garage, who, who loves a caramel macchiato, you and I both know it, caramel, that amount of caramel gives you a migraine. You know it. I know it. That's why we don't drink them. You know what I don't understand? And maybe it's because I'm really going to shit on the blogger. Here's the thing. There's a couple bloggers I follow. I follow Lindsay Silberman because I actually love her travel tips and her beauty tips. Like she's like a down ass bitch. I follow Jamie Makeup, who I brought on the podcast, but she's not a blogger, but she's like a beauty guru because I actually need her tips and tricks. Any makeup she tells me to buy, I buy. But these fashion bloggers, like what? I hear you. Absolutely not. We need to see the proof. The proofs in the DMs, screenshot. Did you get 80 DMs or was it just your mom? Huh? Caroline, that's false advertisement. I will say though, in my defense, I don't know what kind of shady shit Caroline's trying to pull over you. You're her audience. But I will be honest. When I say people have asked me, I just tell you. Because they do. You guys ask me what I, what kind of fiber I put in my coffee which is vital proteins, collagen. It's really the best. It's not, it's not even fiber. I just put protein in it. You ask me, you know, what kind of Swiffer wet jet I have. And I tell you, it's a Swiffer wet jet. Cause I think that y'all think I have my life together, but if you know any better, I don't. Let me tell you right now, I don't. But I do try and live authentically. And I, and listen, I don't know how to use Facetune. Can I tell you, I had a friend of mine who was a blogger and listen, people like to sharpen up their photos. That's fine. I really, truly don't know how to use it. One, the thumb, like the pad of my thumb and my index finger where you'd have to go to like, you know, like zoom in to edit something. They're too fat. I've got long fingers, but fat pads. So if I want anything edited, I have to like send it to somebody and nobody returns my phone calls or texts. So really and truly, I don't edit. So I think people, (laughs) maybe that's why. Maybe that's why when I meet people in person, they're like, oh, you're prettier than I thought. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Because usually when you meet a lot of bloggers, when you meet them in person, you go, wow, okay, you don't look like that. But people know when they see me, they get, they're getting something even better. Because when the skin is a little irritated on Instagram, and then you see me on a good day when I put on my face oils, I do the opposite. I look as awful as I can on the internet so that when you see me on the street, she's thin, she's glowing, great outfit. (laughs) People knew what was good. They would just lower their expectations. If you had low expectations, don't be showing. You know, there's a stretch app. Did you know that there's a thing called the stretch app and people stretch their bodies to make themselves look taller or thinner? I'd look like an idiot. I tried to whiten my teeth once in a photo, but they just disappeared. I had no gums. 
So I don't do it. I don't do it. But to answer your question, yes, absolutely not. We want to see the proof. How many people are actually asking you? You know who somebody else you need to follow though? Tracy. Hold on. Let me pull up her Instagram. Tracy Cat. Tracy Gurley is actually, her husband is my dentist and we met. She just has like, she's not really like a blogger. I don't know. She's like a cool mom who just tells you all the things on Amazon to get. Hold on. I'm going to tell you. Hold on. I'm looking her up. I'm looking her up. Stay tuned. Tracy is, yes, Tracy Cat. So it's Gadget Girl. Gadget Girl is like her thing, but it's Tracy, T-R-A-C-I-E-K-A-T. She's everything. We're friends and she just puts up like the greatest shit, like what to buy on Amazon. There's nothing fancy about the blog. She just tells you like it is and I order everything she tells me. So that's what I want to hear. And I hope that I give you guys sage and wise advice. Absolutely, yes. To spill in the real tea on the real shit. And I do want to state this for the record. When I ever do brand endorsements, I actually use the product. I will stand here right now on my linen couch from Linen and Flax, shout out to Chaz. If I have ever done a brand deal, it's because I use the product. And you'll see me start to do more brand deals. You also have to realize though, that is how people pay their bills. You know, my friend Busy once said, somebody like gave her shit for doing a brand endorsement. She's like, Instagram is my form of entertainment to people now. I'm a professional actor. So if I do brand deals, it's essentially like commercials. You pay a subscription to Netflix, Hulu, cable, whatever you use. When someone does an ad, it's essentially like a commercial. That's how they get paid for that job. And I think sometimes I had one girl send me a message who was like, oh, you're one of those people now? Because I did like a swipe up for my dead dad's charity. I teamed up with this incredible jewelry company called The Guild and The Guild Jewelry. They make gorgeous stuff. And some of it's really high end and then a lot of it's way more affordable. But we created these real gold hoops because I had them make them for my tour. And then I decided all the proceeds, I'm not going to make any proceeds. They were like, can we call them the Heather hoop? And then we'll put them online and then you can take a percentage. I said, what if we took my percentage and we gave it to charity? And they're like, fantastic. So I did like an eight part series swipe up. Like if you want to, cause people ask, they do ask me, where do you get your hoops? Where do you get your hoops? And I finally invested in like real gold hoops. Right. Cause the other cheap ones were turning my ears black. And then this woman sent me a message and she was like, oh, so you're one of those now. I lost my fucking shit. Okay. Now we've been talking about me snapping back on people. I clap back. I said, ma'am, one, I'm not taking a profit out of this. And two, this is for charity for a company called Angel Flight that flies cancer patients to medical needs. And then she immediately was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, so you basically just snapped back at me and you didn't even listen to the video or know what was happening. Absolutely freaking not. So the influencer thing, it's, it's a tough position to be in. Half of it's bullshit, but I want you to know, look me dead in my eyes. I want you to look at the radio, look at your computer screen. I'm making eye contact right back at you. If I promote a product, I use it. And I'm usually the one reaching out to other brands. So, you know, if your girl puts her name on it, she uses it. She loves it. Okay. I even, for the ads that go on this podcast, because, you know, that's how we like pay our editors and producers. That's how I can make this I have to screen every single thing. I have to test the product and I have to be like, would I use this? Would the people that follow me, would they actually use this? So really I need to reach out to Vagisil because they've been keeping me in business. Well, just my my personal life. No, I'm not, I, I don't mean like I haven't done an ad for them yet, but you know what? Speaking of which real quick, a, a brand that I like, and this is not a commercial, this is not an ad. There's a company out of Atlanta called The Honey Pot. And I met B, who is the the founder of it, but they make like feminine wipes, feminine washes that are all like pH. It's like all chemical free lady bit stuff. I use all of her tampons. Just check them out at the honey pot. They make great stuff. I met this lady at a Spanx photo shoot and I was like, send me a box of your shit. It's awesome. Anyways, let's get to the next voicemail. Again, you can always call on the hotline 800-213-7503. Let's keep going. Hey, Heather. This is Christy. Um, I'm here with my husband, Eric, We're from Miami. Hey. We're here in the car because we just left the, uh, dinner and we, uh, it's, I just think it's an absolutely not when you go to a, when you go to a restaurant and the menu is just so big and you just don't know what to, to pick and you ask the waiter, you know, what he recommends. And he literally said that he, everything is good. He, he didn't have one thing to say that was that he recommended above everything else. It's so annoying. It's like 
I mean, there's not one thing you like over another dish. Like, you can't just tell us, hey, look, I like this one a little bit more than the other ones. No, he likes everything the same. He literally didn't give us not one menu item that we could choose from, from this overwhelming menu. And I just think that's an absolutely not. Absolutely not. Christy and Eric, man, this this voicemail came at a great time. I couldn't agree more. Nothing pisses me off more than an indecisive waiter server. I worked in every restaurant you can imagine. I've bartended. I've been a bar back. I've been a hostess. I've been a server. I've essentially been a sous chef. And we know I can't cook. And I would, uh, here's one thing I'm good at, right? I've been talking about this, stay in your lane. Find out what you're good at and stay in your lane. I was great at selling things. Like in the restaurant, I was the only person who ever memorized a whole menu. I could tell you verbatim, because to me, it was like a script. You know, this is when I'm trying to be an actor. So I'd study the whole menu. And then you'd come over and I'd say, oh, what are you guys in the mood for? You feeling hearty? You want something light? Let's talk about... Let's talk about our grilled octopus with a gremolata over some white Tuscan beans and arugula salad. Truly one of the best octopuses I've ever had in my life. And people would be like, that's what I want. I want to go into a restaurant. This is what I do. And here's the thing. If you've worked in a restaurant, you have a language with servers that's a different language. And I'm sure somebody will make fun of me for doing it. But I go into restaurants. I go, hey, what's good? What's your name? Oh, cool. Mike, Mike, I'm Heather. Nice to meet you. Mike, tell me your like top four things. Lead, I always say, lead me in the right direction. And Mike, if he picks up what I'm putting out, will kind of give me that, you know, we make that eye contact. Like I know that you know that we both know. I fucking bust tables before and he should, if he's smart, he'll go, all right, I'd start with the calamari. It's extra crisp. Got a nice cocktail sauce on the side. We'll bring you out extra lemons because I know you want to cut that acidity. Then I would do the the walnut pear and endive salad. It's got a gorgeous green goddess dressing. We're switching it up a little bit. Not your traditional balsamic vinaigrette with the crumbled blue cheese. Then for the main event, the steak frites. It's a beautiful hanger steak cooked medium rare with a little chimichurri sauce that you can melt the fries in. And then I get a side of the spaghetti bolognese. It's great. And if you really want to live on the edge, don't get the spaghetti noodles. Get it with bucatini. Al dente, a little bit of a crunch. And you know what I would do? I'd leave him 45% tip. Cause that I don't take the, I don't want to look at the menu. I want you to tell me who works here every fucking day. What is good? Christy and Eric. Also, Eric, thanks for the chime in. I love when I get phone calls from husbands. It really makes my day. Couldn't agree with you more. Everything's good. I'm sure everything is good. You can lead in with everything's good, but my favorite top five, I love when somebody asks, do you eat meat? Isn't that nice? Isn't that charming? Hey, anybody here a vegetarian? I'm not. That's all I have to do is respond and say, no, we eat everything. But my guest might be a vegetarian. That's another thing. Anybody a vegetarian? And my mom will chime in and say, I'm plant-based. And I'll say, Robin, you had pork last night. And she'll be like, I did. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. You want to have the worst restaurant service. And I can only say this because I have worked these jobs. The worst waiters or servers, excuse me, in the world, Los Angeles, they will look through your soul. If you can't give them a role on days of our lives, they don't give a shit. When I moved from New York to LA, I could not get a restaurant job. I showed up and I had like great resume. I took a lot of pride in the work that I did in restaurants. And I remember I showed up and nobody had a bra on. And the guy looked at me and I said, I have a question. Just, I know I'm not going to get this job because nobody here has a bra on. I said, why are there like supermodels auditioning for these jobs? It's an audition, right? Like I'm not actually, you don't care about my resume, my wine skills, my wine knowledge, my liquor, like craft cocktails I've created. The guy was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't show side boob like everybody here is either going to end up on days of our lives or do porn so pick pick your poison and I chose porn and my video is coming out it's called lady in the deli and it's me running my deli but it's obviously there's a lot of sausage innuendos and it's me and Jeff just getting freaky so can't wait for that to come out thank you for your call I couldn't agree with you more you're doing the Lord's work and listen I always want people to remember this is a safe space. We're getting things off our chest because I'd rather you get it off your chest here than take it out on a coworker. 
then take it out on your kids Then take it out on your husband. You call in the hotline 800-213-7503. You leave the bitch sesh to me and we'll talk about it and we'll work it out and then we'll come back around to the positive. And my absolute yes for the week is I feel so blessed to have each and every one of you. And we did the Today Show and we're crushing it. And who knows? I hope they asked me to come back. And I want you to go out there and give your buddy a hug. When you, when you turn this off, I just want you to go give a friend a hug and say, because you know what? We need to hug at least seven times a day. Did you know in order to be healthy, you need seven little dips of physical contact a day? It's the truth. I love you. I'm giving you a virtual hug through the internet right now. I'm sending you love and light. Thank you for always participating. Thank you for calling in again. 800-213-7503. Call in with your absolutely not. Or again, let's end on a positive call with your absolutely yes. Thanks for tuning in. And I will see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.